as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bust it down that blow out of East San Ho. What they know my name? Yeah, in the building. Wednesday, it is hump day. Fantasy news today. And we got a shitload of news that we got to talk about right now. And we got a bunch of people in the chat. Let's do a little roll call here. See who's up in the chat. We got our man Stale Pork Chop up in the chat. What up, bro? What up? Yeah. Phil in the chat. Let's get it. I get it. Antonio in the chat. Birthday twin. What's happening? Let's get it. JC from CT. What up, homie? Connecticut stand up. Sir Bong's a lot in the house. Chicago, stand up. Yeah, and shout out to Crispy. We always make fun of him, calling him people's fathers and grandfather on the show. But officially, our man Crispy is a grandfather. Seven pound baby boy. Hey. Congrats, Sagittarius rule. (laughs) There we go, man. There we go. Congratulations, Crispy. Hey, man, hope one day I'm privileged to be a cool-ass old man grandpa like you one day. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. That kid's going to have a fun grandpa to look up to. I'm sure you guys are going to do some cool shit as well as that kid grows up. That is awesome. And uh, and Sir Bong said, ever thought a five-minute intro is too much? That's not really the intro. That's just the countdown for people to, like, chill you know, and get ready for the show. Cause all that gets removed after the, like after it all uploads, it all gets removed. So te- who said, who just said that right now? Sir Bongs. Maybe he's oh, getting okay. too high over there during the, oh, yeah, uh, I was just about to say, Sir Bongs, like he must have smoked like eight, nine bowls before, <laughs> before the actual show starts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Robert in the house. What's good, bro. He said 420 crew stand up. Let's get it. Hey, what up Robert? Yeah. And yeah, Crispy, yeah, he showed me the text message when he was getting the updates on it. <laughs> and he's such a savage for his response. <laughs> she was like, she's pushing. And he's like, put push it real good. <laughs> <laughs> Lee in the house. What up, bro? We're just going to call him baby Crispy. There we go. Hess in the house. What up, homie? What up, Hess? Niner MMA in the house. He's shouting out that Godfather. Oh, yeah, you already know. We got to have the Godfather in the house. Let's get it. Let's I get just saw it. something on Vice last night. I was uh, I love it when I find something cool on TV at late at night because I'm on a Tuesday because I'm waiting for the goddamn waivers. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, it was a Vice. It was a like a recent Vice documentary on Vince McMahon. Like, how recent? 
like ever since he retired. So oh like, shit, like hella new. Yeah, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like the direction they think it's gonna go and like how the ratings went up since he's left because of like you know what I mean, how it was basically the history of all the scandals he's been involved in, you know what I mean? Which is hell <laughs> like you know, wrestling scandals, fucking, you know, all the women and all the all the non-disclosures he paid off, you know what I mean? We've had multiple, like multiple wrestlers, like, you know, pretty much die like in ring competition. Actually, I can't say in ring competition, but I mean, Owen Hart, he wasn't in ring competition, but dying on the way down and Eddie Guerrero, like he was in ring competition during that, like crazy shit, man. Chris um, Benoit, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's one of those dark sides of the ring. Yeah. Is that what it was? Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah, it's the re- new season one. Yeah, it's a new season and it's a new episode because they've already went down this rabbit hole several times, but like this one now it leads up to like how you know he's passing on the company down and like you know <laughs> he's just you're probably never gonna see this guy yeah in the public eye anymore yeah but like he's best believe he still has his hands in like everything you know what I mean yeah how could you not when you got that much money right like and it's like your daughter who's like running the company and Triple H and it's probably better that he got the hell out of there, right? It's just like what everyone wants for the Cowboys. Get rid of get rid of Jerry, you know, and just let the new people come in and change things around. And Stale was on it. He said, I think it's a dark side of the ring. And I've watched a bunch of those because it, it's crazy shit. You know, we get to hear a bunch of those. And Niner, he said, a dark side of the ring is so fire because we get to hear a lot of this behind the scenes shit that we've always wondered about, but we never knew what the real behind the scenes shit was. Yeah, and it is right after they had an episode about you know about the Montreal screw job. Yeah, and it's just sure. so funny because I love Bret Hart and I grew to be fond, I grew fond of Shawn Michaels. I always hated him because I loved Bret Hart so much, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a, you know, this is coming from like a 10, 11 year old at the time, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, because yeah, in 97, I was already like, a, I was already just a full blown wrestling fan. Hell and yeah, I mean, PJ, just, you're right. The dark side of the ring about New Jack, hella solid. Which one was that one by New Jack City? No, the wrestler, New Jack. Like there's a, there's a, you got to go down the rabbit hole of the- Yeah, I, I've never even heard of this motherfucker. Yeah, he's just a crazy ass motherfucker. Like I'm pretty sure he was the one who like, I'm pretty sure he was the one who like, it wasn't even like, all right, like mankind shit. Okay, when he gets thrown off the hell in the cell. Pretty sure that dude did it to someone who didn't know that it was coming. Like just fucked him and like really clocking motherfuckers. Like, I don't yeah, remember like- potatoes. Yeah, I don't know the whole story about him, but I just remember. Yeah, oh, that's what it was. When he threw the guy off the double cage. Yeah, like, just fucking. This wow. dude was just a fucking savage. And just this straight. is what? This is, like, amateur wrestling? No, was a lot was in ECW. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. When you, I mean, at the name, you probably wouldn't remember it because I didn't remember the name. But then when you go back and you see the motherfucker, like, you'll remember it. Yeah, he was ECW. That was one of those ones where, like, man, I was, when I was renting those tapes, and I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." And then, yeah. like, when Paul Heyman shows up in the WWF, I'm like, "Oh shit!" That's you know, what it was. He stabbed someone. Niner said, "Yeah, he stabbed someone." Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, man, they're from, they're in Philly, bro. <laughs> Surprised he didn't shoot somebody. You know what I mean? Hell yeah.
Oh, Antonio said so we got to break down. We got to do a breakdown of Ready to Rumble at some point. Haven't seen that one in a minute. That one would be fucking fun. I will rule you. <laughs> I will bust you. <laughs> right, okay. That was his gimmick. Remember the cat? The dad was hella mad. Yeah. I got my son. He's like, That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I am the law. Oh, man. That's fucking funny. And and Scott Kahn, he's such a good like character in there. And then he was the of course he's the manager, slick talking. I can't remember what his name was in there, but he had the him in the pimp suit. Oh yeah, he had the whole pimp suit, he had the hat on. Yeah. He was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> he caught on fire. Hey man, you can't be having a polyester suits and not think you're gonna catch a blaze, you know what I mean? And Big BS said, Wrestling is not fake. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because like, object. <laughs> clocks after seeing <laughs> it's crazy because David Arquette, I, I got a new respect for him after watching like his documentary. Like he, cre- he had a documentary about him, like everything that he did in professional wrestling. Cause when he actually won the WCW title, like, of course it was like more for like exactly like ready to rumble and like all that shit. But everybody hated on him too. Where but then he, he was it WCW or he actually got to the WWE? No, it was WCW. And like there was a bunch of hate on it because he ended up winning and didn't deserve it. But then this dude actually like goes to wrestling school, go does all this shit. Like he was like grinding, like in LA. There's these like luchadors and shit, for example. Like they're being the middle of a busy ass fucking highway almost. But it's like one of those highways that like have like the street lights on it and shit. Oh yeah, if you could dodge traffic, you could duck a clothesline. So these motherfuckers are literally waiting for the red light. And like the red lights stay red for a while, like there, because of like just the highway that it's at. And these motherfuckers are going and performing like full matches in the middle of the street and highway. And David Arquette was going and rocking with those guys <laughs> once upon a time. That's tight. And uh- no, he, big BS. He didn't make another ready to rumble. He like legit professional wrestling though. Indie professional wrestling and getting color out there too. Doing crazy shit. Yeah. And, and Devin hey, he had was, a dad bod before he was even a dad. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and Devin said, what's happening? Y'all just joined your messenger group today. Good quality group here. Appreciate you. Hell yeah. Thanks for hopping over to YouTube, bro. Hey, man, we need the more Devin's the merrier. Definitely. Shout out to our homie Marty, Beamer Cleaner in Canada. What up, bro? And uh, yeah, we got we got the date and time locked in for your homie Nelson. For those who don't know, we have a real Hollywood actor who's going to be coming on the show next Tuesday. It's going to be happening at 8 p.m. West Coast time. He was in paid in full, and uh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. We're going to ask him about craft services, and you can ask him about anything you want as well. And uh, yeah, it's going to be dope. He wants to, yeah, we're going to dive deep on this one. He wants to tell us some of his supernatural stories, some things that he's witnessed and gone through in LA, a whole bunch of shit, man. I'm super, super. Hey, real quick, man. Okay. I'm always trying to find logic because logic means it's not supernatural, right? So last night, rolling a blunt, uh, rolling joint, sitting here and it's quiet. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing my waivers and I just hear, I have this sheet that I put over the TV so it doesn't get all dusty and shit. You know, I got a big old 70 inch motherfucker and you know, I'm trying to preserve this motherfucker. But anyways, and I just hear the sheet move. Then it just falls like off whatever it's on. And then like, I'm tripping. Cause I'm like, okay, it's either a ghost or a rodent. 
And then okay. I was more tripping that it was eroding because now I'm everywhere, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Looking for little pieces of shit. You know what I mean? Like, look, because, you know, any kind of indication. Because then that'll let me know that it isn't a ghost. And then I won't be further scared. You know oh, I mean? man. Yeah. Still haven't figured it out. Crazy. But we have had, like, a mice problem here before. And, like, I must have killed, like, 30 mice for real, bro. They don't want none with me. I believe it. I believe it. And let's see who else. Anyone we miss in here? If you have any questions, go ahead and go ahead and throw them in the chat. And uh, Antonio, we're definitely going to be doing a silver screen breakdown of of Ready to Rumble soon. That would be fucking awesome. And oh, okay, so I didn't know. And see, like when people say that they're someone's brother, you know, I just assume like homie or whatever. But Marty said that's his actual brother, blood brother. I like it. Which one? Nelson. Oh, word, nice. Yeah. That's right. They did. Who, what was the uh, Marty? Okay, well, hold on. Mar- which one's the one that hooked us up from Canada? That's Marty, right? Yeah, yeah. That's this Marty Beamer. Okay, and that's his actual brother. Yeah. Word. Dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy because I, one of the questions I want to know is like, what is it, a culture shock like when you finally move from Canada where everyone's nice? I've heard, and then you go to LA. You know what I mean? Exact opposite. And people ain't that nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh man. All right. Let's get down. Let's get down to the news here. And Tino in the house. What up, homie? What up, Tino? Birthday twins in this bit. Here's some news that I'm excited to bring up. Ken Walker. So it was after yesterday's show. He actually got a full go at practice, got removed. He's now he's fully removed from the injury report. But he does get the San Francisco 49ers. (laughs) But I think we're starting them either way, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it, it depends on options. So we'll loosely say we're starting them either way. It depends on your options. But I know in like these hustler dynasties that I'm in the playoffs and stuff, like there's no sitting him when your options are like wide receiver fours or shitty stuff like that. Yeah. For Ken Walker's sake, right? I'm even the projections in like a regular PR, it got him like around 12 points. I'm not expecting the big game. And I've said this a number of times about Ken Walker. I remember I noticed this about maybe three, four weeks after he was the starter. I said to Huss, I said, you think he's too big play dependent and or touchdown dependent? And he was like, who isn't touchdown reliant? But then I, you know, I'm just saying, because it's like, if he ain't getting that touchdown or those big old gashing runs, you know, his yards per carry isn't really there. And, if you know, he does get a decent amount of volume, but then you you add the bad matchup. You know, so I'm just tempering my expectations, and it sucks because, like, like you said, we're probably gonna have to start them, considering the landscape of a. Uh, here's and here's a good one. So PJ right now, he said, uh, "Oh shit, Ken Walker, I had him benched for Mike Evans." So that's a good question because, like, Mike Evans has barely been a flex in some of these games. He's not like this. But wide you know what player. though? Here's the thing: is like if you watch the games, there's mistakes that we wouldn't be complaining about Mike Evans, right? Like, for example... He did you know, get a touchdown team, last week that got called back. A 60, yeah, a 60 yard house call, and it was like, he just double-moved the motherfucker to hell, and it took it all away, you know what I mean? I was and so like, pissed about that, because I was really hyped up about that, and then it was like, I don't know. That cost me a match. 20 or 30 minutes later, I was like, what the fuck? Where the fucker's points? <laughs> I didn't see... I, I could have won in the seven, bro. Like, that was the margin of my loss in the seven, and I would have been the second seed right now. You know what I mean? Damn. So, you know, it's, you know, this is why I'm, you know, going to bat for Mike Evans. You know what I mean? Then there was a wide open in the end zone 
you know, he's streaking across the back of the end zone. Tom Brady just misses him, bro. Like underthrows yeah. him, or I think it was an underthrow. Yeah, <sighs> very uncharacteristic. And then they show Tom Brady; he's pissed, like fuck, fuck. Yeah, because he knew he fucking had him. Yeah, and like, so you know, and things like this have occurred all year with those two. The man, the real reason why Mike Evans has sucked all year is because if he's if we're not getting those red zone looks, yeah. you know, what I mean, and we're not getting the big plays you know, Mike Evans sucks, right? And it's like, how, why aren't we getting the big plays? Because that offensive line ain't giving him enough time to let things develop down the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you see you see the shorter A dots, you know, magnified, you know, to Chris Godwin, to Leonard Foreskin, Rashad White. You know what I mean? So what's your short answer? Who are you playing? Don't take the Wednesday answers. I'll play, as Mike, I'll play Mike Evans, bro. Okay. You know what there I mean? Like, he... This is one of those options. I like the matchup. I like that there's going to be a lot of points on the board. There's no Trey Henriksen. So if, even though he doesn't really hit home, he's a all the time. He, you know, he's a play wrecker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's just one less pressure. I mean, what are you going to put in? I guess the guy Zach Carter can come off the other edge of the rookie. Yeah. O- outside of that. So I just, I like Mike Evans here to have, uh, you know, a to have some redemption here for us in w- the first week of the playoffs. Yeah. And, De- and Devin said that Tom's not worthy this year, more over under throws than I've ever seen guaranteed bad O-line. Yeah, for sure. Definitely the bad O-line, but I'm, I'm sure we've seen a lot more bad Tom Brady throws than we've ever seen before. And I'm sure the line's to blame for it, but so still sure avocado, man. <laughs> and Giselle, man, he's not getting those crystal massages from I mean, Giselle every Saturday. I have a theory that Tom Brady, everything is avocado he wakes up in the morning he has customized avocado toothpaste oh yeah uncle jesse already told him about the avocado conditioner you know conditioner now that there's a shortage you see his hair doesn't look good he's not doing the avocado facial facials so he actually looks his age he actually looks his age now (laughs) i'm saying listen i'm an analyst okay we know like this Ever since this avocado shortage and the Giselle shortage, everything has been off. And you can literally see it on his face. He looks completely different than he did a year ago. Gross. Craziness. All right, let's get back to the news over here. And got, he got motherfucking avocado deodorant in this motherfucker. Is that why people saying that he'd been stinking lately? I'm saying, man. <laughs> It costs a lot of money to get these things made, right? You don't he has, can't go to the thrift store. He and has the goddamn not. Ralphs or the Win Dixies. Come on, help me out here. CVS. Ain't none of these motherfuckers got it, bro. <laughs> oh man. And a shout out to our homie Stephen Drake throwing in the super chat. What up, homie? What up, Steven And he Drake. said, Do I flex Bam Knight or Pacheco? This one's kind of tough because I think I'm on the Bam Knight side of things. I'm on, I'm slightly on the BAM side, but like, there's going to be a shitload of cleanup duties by the time we get to like the third quarter for the Chiefs. That's how I really do. Like, I like him to get like a sluggish hundred plus yard game. You know what I'm saying? And maybe he breaks one to the house, but that's the thing is that they don't really run. They don't run it. Like I would want to whip Pacheco down there in the red zone. They're doing yeah. like things with McKinnon through the air. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or they're, you know I mean? They're throwing nine times out of 10 when they're down there. So I'll go with Bam Knight. Yeah. And Bam's just been so good getting yeah, all we're that. We're looking at 17 touches plus. You know what I mean? 
yeah, we want it. We want it. And who and, they playing? And they're playing the goddamn uh, the Lions. Yeah. Even though the last four weeks, the Lions defense, like I don't think they've, I don't think anyone scored more than like twelve point, twelve points in the PR. Any lead running back in the last four weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, the volume and the receptions. Give me it. And Hustlin' Bruce said, do we trust Walker on Thursday? Well, trust is a strong word, especially when... I'm not trying to marry him, bro. <laughs> when you're you know going I mean? against the toughest opponent, you know, for running backs. That, that's just... Do we trust him? No, but it depends on your options. Because if there's other guys on your team that I do not trust even less... Then Walker, like you're gonna play Walker. It's just how it's gonna go. Yeah, it, it's funny though, huh? Right? Like when you don't, when you got shitty options on one team, but you got Walker. Walker looks really good there. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then when you got these other options that are like safer, and then you got Walker. Walker don't look too good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like always- okay, like like here's one. Okay, like I know where I'm gonna go on this for sure, but I'll just we'll see where you're at. Okay. Jamal Williams or Ken Walker? I'm gonna go Ken Walker here. Yeah. I just don't like the way. You got Justin Jackson getting in the mix. I feel like Jamal Williams is, he, I think he finally stopped crying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's been too happy. Like, coach already noticed. Yeah, they started winning his fucking, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all that ain't us. That ain't us. <laughs> now he's conflicted because, like, he got used to losing. He's like, winning. He's like, is this us? You know what I mean? <laughs> he ain't oh, crying man. no more. <laughs> So and, and okay being wrong about it, but you pointed this out, which is alarming. Like, even with the touchdown in, in, that he has got in the last couple games, he did score. Not even breaking 10 points in the PR. You know what I mean? Fuck all that. And shout out to my man, Swifty. That's horrible, man. That means he's not even throwing up 40 yards on the ground or one catch <laughs> mixed in there. That's just bad. And Devin said, what's the deal with Waddle? Do we trust? He's a guy that I don't trust anymore. Like, he's a matchup-based guy, and kind of dependent on your team like it's so much Tyreek over there and Tua being hurt like that's just fucking it up even more so yeah I'm not Waddle is not just a set it and forget it starter anymore but Waddle's another one of those guys it's like Waddle or who like Waddle or Jerry Judy you know what I mean Waddle yeah. or you know like I like I probably like if you told me Waddle or Palmer I probably still go Waddle you know what I mean if right. you told me Waddle or feeling i'm going waddle you know what i mean but i have them underneath all those other guys now yeah i'd be going i'd be going Thielen side of things on that but you know what though Thielen has just been steady eddie you know what i mean and everyone's covering jefferson like crazy so it's like you know Thielen's just getting a lot of these one-on-one coverages and him and kirk have always had the rapport it's just like why am i gonna throw it to Thielen like 15 times a game instead of throwing it to jefferson 15 times a game and look at this okay that's what he wants so you, so PJ said Bogard convinced me on Evans, but now it makes it Walker versus Hollywood. And I feel like I, I'm almost, I want to be on the Walker side of things. I'm not it's feeling the Cardinals this There's week. There's no Kyler, man. It sucks, dude. Changes everything. And if Hopkins wasn't there, yeah, sure. Hollywood's a great play with Colt, but with D hop there, they're just going to like eat into each other. This is a shootout. This should have been a shootout. How about that? Yeah, it should have been a shootout. I completely drew a blank. What are the players? Oh, yeah. Hollywood. This, when I was looking at uh, how they were lining everybody up, like, you know what I'm saying? When I rewatched the game. Yeah. Looking, you know, Robbie Anderson was a ton in the slot. So was Hollywood. And like, whoever was in the slot was when they were getting the target. You know what I'm saying? That's my point. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's the play calling mixed in with like, you know, this is just where McCoy's comfort level is, but. 
in other games with McCoy, he just peppers the fuck out of DeAndre Hopkins too. So I don't know if this was like because he just came in the game on the fly or like, you know, what's going to look like with a whole week of preparation. And they're playing against uh, the Broncos. I don't really like that secondary. I don't like fucking with that secondary. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Like you run on them. Like this is going to be a big Connor game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm leaning Walker there. Is that crazy? Not super crazy. No. It's hard to gauge Hollywood because I don't think we've seen him with Colt McCoy. Because in the game that Kyler missed this year, Hollywood was still on the, he was on the IR. So, I mean, we got that one game and that, and that was against you know, New England, which is legit secondary. Yeah. Let's see here. And Crispy. Where's Crispy at IDP question? Luvu, Nuosu, Chandler Jones. Pick two. Luvu and Nuosu for me. Yeah. Chandler Jones is a little bit a little bit too sack dependent over there. Yeah. yeah. And but Nuosu, he gets his hands dirty in the run game. Yeah. And I think that really Mac Jones doesn't take a bunch of sacks. He's gonna take a couple like per game, but I think like Raiders would have to notch like six or seven and then maybe Chandler Jones is getting like two or three of those. And Tino said no Longhorn QB could be trusted. Ooh, Crispy's like them's fighting words. <laughs> I can't even think of one Longhorn QB outside of Colt McCoy. Oh, what's his name? Vince. Vince right? Young, there you go. Yeah, and that's really all. That's the only ones I can think of. Yeah. I forgot because, hey, you know, what's funny is I don't remember. I don't remember that game when it was, you know what I mean? But I just, it was the NFL life documentary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sims. Mm. Okay. I, I, yeah. I didn't remember that. Oh, Marty said Ellinger. <laughs> oh, Ellinger? Okay. He's not even, he's not even good enough to know what college he went to. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. All right. Let's get back to the news. All right, let's see. Let's get back to the news and let's talk about your homie Debo. Okay, so they said he's set to return to action three weeks after he suffered the MCL. And when what that was this past week or was it? Did he already miss a game? I cannot remember. It was this past week. Yeah, so three weeks. So I guess we're considering this week one week. So 15, 16, 17. Yeah, then so, he comes back week 18, and which would make sense, ramp him up before the the playoffs so you're not just throwing in a guy who's going to get limited, you know what I mean? Limited yeah. snap, fresh off the injury, so that makes So sense. in a normal redraft league where the it ends in week 17, are we telling people he's safe to drop, or should we just hold still? If you have an IR spot, obviously you're putting him there, but we're talking to the people that may not have IR spots. I think it's to each his own. If you can hold him, cool, because what if he comes back? This Okay. Years ago, the Niners were out of it, 2020. We weren't in it. And uh, Kittle was on IR. He came back week 17, which was the championship week back then, right? Yeah. And people were like, man, do I start him this and that? And I'm like, if they bring him back, then you start him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just how I feel with Debo. If he comes back, you know, championship. But see, but this won't even be for a championship. So you're right. Maybe it is safe to drop him. I forgot if he comes back, it'd be week 18. So yeah, nah, fuck him. It's just like Cooper cup. Like they already came out and said that it's highly unlikely that he even comes back this year. And we said this weeks ago, like why the hell would they bring Cooper cup back? Like he's going to come back for one or two games and potentially make something worse. So yeah, it's, I mean, we could drop Cooper cup as well and not feel too bad about it. 
One thing that I thought was super weird is that they said Aaron Donald is going to return sometime. But he's not going to practice. Right, right. And he, so not this week, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so I don't need, like, what's even the point of bringing him back other than, like, what could he do for this team? <laughs> like, not in street clothes that he could do on the football field at this point. Like, there's no fighting for anything. I don't know, maybe Savage. Yeah. Just, uh, just a real Sav, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. Everyone was kind of hating on, on Marcus Mariota yesterday for whatever reason. Like, he's actually getting placed on IR, and I'm pretty sure they say he's going to have to have some kind of, like, operation on something. I don't think it's just, like, brain-related. Like, who knows? Either way, it's Ritter time. You can, he has a severe case of bitchery, you know what I mean? <laughs> Can't remove that. You know what I mean? It's hereditary. Mariota's a bitch. And I'm surprised he lasted this long. <laughs> I, I mean, you go back to all the content in the offseason, I was like, fuck him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, look at this. Antonio said, Julio Jones is on the injury report. Man, am I shocked. <laughs> Damn. I'm surprised, he, I'm surprised he was off it for that long. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, and PJ said Ritter looked terrible in the preseason. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I think he's going to be putting, having to put the team a little bit more on his back, you know, with his legs and shit like that. And uh, Tino said, I said, oh, bitchery, the oldest disability. Yeah, for sure, man, because that should have hold you back in life. That is for mm -hmm. damn sure. That's I think, Still I said Mario to the crybaby. <laughs> like, bitchery, timid, timidness. Like, these are some things you don't want those qualities. Aggressiveness. Yeah, man. Like, I feel like, like, the tuna fish got a lot of that. <laughs> you know he, mean? he does seem kind of like that guy, right? <laughs> he seems like a guy, like, he's just like a, he's just like a party pooper. Like, man, shut up, Tua. <laughs> Fuck up. He's always complaining about, how come there's not enough left-handed instruments in the world? He's like, can someone open this can for me? I don't have a left-handed can opener. I said, man, this is my hand, motherfucker. How come no one has left-handed scissors in the house? I'm trying to wrap some Christmas presents right now for myself. He's like, fine. I was wrapping your gift for your information. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. And Stale said, this week's going to be corduroy heavy. And seeing, like, I, I want to be able to, I want to be able to attach myself to that, like, logic the Saints, it's not like they've been the best or the worst. It'll be run heavy with all the running backs. They got a, they, you know what I mean? They got a party of three over there. And that's what sucks, man. Man, we're just like Nev Campbell and I don't know, one other crazy person away from party of five in that backfield. Like, think, it's fucking ridiculous. Everybody but Marshawn Lattimore is coming back for the Saints. I think even my man Pete Warner is going to come back. So it's like, you know, that's, I really want, I'm not really trying to run against them. You know what I mean? I'm not in the playoffs. You got to start putting yourself in a mind state that, like, would you really? Like, okay, I'm kind of glad Damian Pierce is hurt so I could figure something else out. Because I feel like, damn, am I really going to play anything in the playoffs? You know what I mean? Right. Outside of maybe IDPs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, in no way. Comfortable. You know what I mean? No way. No way. I just, I don't want to do it. Like, it's funny. Even in these dynasty leagues, I may have put in a couple like like a couple claims on like the Rexes and the Agumba Wale mm -hmm. more to like block anybody than anything. Like I really would never want to play them. And you look at their schedule, like their schedule is not really favorable for the running backs. The only reason we like Pierce is because he was like the 20 plus touch guy. Yeah. And when he wasn't getting that, we didn't like him so much. We had the direct line to what, to, to Lovey Smith. You know what I mean? He told us directly he's going to get 20 touches. You know what I mean? 
And for a couple weeks, <coughs> oh boy, he did. <coughs> Facebook user said, just hopped on to say, Mariota really leave the team when he got benched. I know that he was pissed off for sure, <coughs> but now they put him on IR. I'm curious what the, like, what excuse they're using for his injuries to put him. Severe case of passive aggressive bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Chris. That left the team. He's like, oh, bench me? I quit. You can't bench me because I quit. I quit. <laughs> and Crispy said, why the fuck do they have Marcus Jones at 2.19? First off, it's because none of these platforms know anything about IDP. So, like, the projections are always going to fucking be off. I swear they have to have, like, six weeks worth of information or something before they start, like, changing numbers around. Because you look at a guy like Cade Nellis. Like, he was, like, getting 20 points a week for, like, three weeks before he even had a projection. And Tracy Walker. Yeah, Tracy Walker in the preseason. He's the starting strong safety. But for whatever reason, they have him as a zero the entire time. Like, this motherfucker was on hard knocks talking shit. Because he, because he didn't have to do much in the in the preseason, he's telling like the young dogs, you guys better get up there. He's like, I'm gonna have my playing time, you know, out there, and like maybe that's when sleeper like finally changes things around. But yeah, they cannot count on anything that he's gonna do on offense. Like right now, he has to have weeks and weeks of that to even get any kind of projection for that. And he's kind of he's kind of big play dependent on defense, but he has been getting crazy more snaps. Then I'm gonna switch to the phone. I gotta go upstairs. I'll be okay. Right sounds good. And and well, Antonio said, "Who the fuck is Marcus Jones? He's the DB on the Patriots that plays on offense and on defense. He's the guy who got that crazy touchdown on like Thursday Night Football or whatever it was. And we're like, who the fuck is this? And uh, yeah, that's what it was. He scored a touchdown on his first offensive snap." in the NFL and it's because he plays defense and special teams, but because of all the injuries and all that shit. Now he goes both ways. Pause. (laughs) All right, let's get back to some of the, uh, some of the news over here and uh, shout out to Marco from the future hamstring in his ear. Marco has a Mariota has a hamstring in his injury (laughs) and uh, Robert. So we don't know. If Huntley is 100% in just yet, but he did practice today and they said that he's on pace for Sunday, we really need him for Andrews. It's going to be real, real bad if we don't get him. And big O-Dog FC, what up? Is that Rashad White or DPJ? Probably on the Rashad White side of things as of right now. But remember, never take a Wednesday answer as the final answer. And Malachi on Twitch is Isaiah Hodgins flex-worthy. I have Jamal Williams and Thielen on my bench. Not sure if they are flex-worthy. Thielen definitely flex-worthy. Jamal, I'm on the side of of not letting him in right now. And Big BS said tour golf with the weather. I'm going to go golf right now. A little bit of a tougher matchup. That is for sure. But he's just been handling out there. He has been handling. And Jake said, uh, Pacheco or Walker, I'm leaning Walker. I kind of am too. Kind of am too. It just seems like the cap, the upside is capped with Pacheco. And uh, let's see, let's get back to the news over here and then we'll get back into some questions. And we're going to be here for like 10-ish more minutes. Got to take the wifey to work here. So we'll be here for a few more minutes. And uh, so we got Lawrence not practicing. We'll see what happens. Wednesday's not too important for Trevor. Brock Purdy questionable to play on Thursday. He's got the rib and oblique injury over there. 
Tyreek, yeah. We'll see what happens. We're tomorrow. Well, if all goes to plan, we're just running like shit anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, the ribs are like, you know, getting that twerk on. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what you get on there, bro? And uh, let's see. Who else we got? So we got Tyreek Limited. He, I mean, he got back in the game. I'm not too worried about it. As long as he gets in some practice on Friday, I'm sure he's good to go. And let me see. The Oh, actually, theirs is a Saturday game. So tomorrow would technically be their, their Friday practice. And... Ooh, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, designated to return from IR. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, both considered day-to-day right now. Both were in uniform today for practice. So especially after the early report of Tyler Boyd maybe going to potentially miss a couple weeks with a dislocated finger, at least uh, him and Higgins were both out there at practice, even if it was in limited capacity. That's crazy. Yeah, super wild. I like it. Yeah, definitely. And okay, we got some good news on White Mike. They said he is going to play this week. No bitchery in White Mike's DNA. Man, he's the great white hope, bro. <laughs> he's getting out there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's funny. Stale said, I got really baked and stumbled into Tyreek's stream last night and told him that I hope he's got his AC on. <laughs> nice. Nice. And uh, Russell Wilson not practicing. He's still in concussion protocol. Jeff Wilson, non-participant in today's practice. That one's for you, Crispy. Crispy said Jeff Wilson. Yep, not practicing today. That's all we know as of right now. Broncos, they're bringing back Randy Gregory from IR. They hope that he could play Sunday. Something that we're going to have to monitor, though, for sure. But like getting Randy Gregory back. Oh my God. I went straight back into the matrix. <laughs> That's just one piece, you know, just another piece that we're going to have to worry about on the other side of Colt McCoy over there. And Chiefs, they are bringing back Miko Hardman. They're opening the uh, the 21 day practice window for him. Burks in concussion protocol still. So. I don't know. Burks is just someone I'm kind of nervous about their offense altogether. A conquo though, if you guys need a tight end, you know, someone you can get for free. Who's got some upside. There we go. A conquo. And crispy says Mike white has 108 passes without a TD. That's the thing that sucks. They're not getting a bunch of TDs over there. And Justin Fields, he's sick, not practicing. They're calling him day to day. DJ Moore officially considered day to day as well. Now, Brandon Cooks, he's not practicing, not expected to play Sunday. I think that we should just go on assuming that Brandon Cooks is not going to play for the Texans this year or ever again. And let's see. And then Nico, he's still sidelined. Derek Stingley still sidelined as well. Yeah, we got to see if, yeah, I mean, if Nico doesn't get out there, it's going to be Chris. I want to score more. Let's get it. And uh, let's see. Okay. It's funny because OBJ, he still ends up in these uh, in these headlines somehow. Um, now it's with the Chiefs that they keep contacting him, apparently. This sounds like something that his agent is, like, making up. That the Chiefs keep contacting him. And uh, we'll see. I think it's BS. I'm calling bullshit on this news story. Saying that that the Chiefs keep contacting OBJ. This sounds like something that his agent is drumming up. Yeah, because the Cowboys already might have just fucked him, bro. Yeah. 
Because they could have just said, oh, we're not interested in OBJ. They were like, he's not healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and they said it, they phrased it by like, he's not healthy enough, right? Yeah. And it's like, but the Cowboys, here's the caveats. The Cowboys wanted him for a long-term deal. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. but they needed him to be healthy enough that they could use him now as well, right? right? Yeah. So then that was the reason enough, like, okay, no, we're not fucking with you because we're not going to bring you on just for a year. And because that's what he wants. He just wants a rest of the year deal. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think he's looking for some commitment. Yep. Because this is the road to him putting good film out and then being, you know, stirring up the, the offseason and the offseason bidding again. You know what I mean? Yep, and Marco from the future said, is Brandon Cooks worth stashing in a keeper or dynasty league? It depends on how many keepers you have. But a dynasty league, yes. But I know you told me before, you kind of played in a glorified keeper league. So in a keeper league, probably not. Yeah, because he's one of those guys that, like, you're going to be able to swoop up again, more than likely. You know what I mean? Yeah, no one's going to rush out to go pick him up. No. Or and then especially when the I'm assuming if it's on Yahoo, the off season freezes anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's got to be. It's not on sleeper because he said it's a glorified keeper league. Yeah, you got to get that thing to sleeper. Yeah, he said he's been trying. He said he's been trying. Gus, yeah. Fuck all the league history and all that. Like if everyone's like that worried about it, like go create a website about it. You know what's funny? <laughs> if anyone was talking that shit, and if somebody that hadn't won it yet, I'll pull up his whole history and be like. You don't want to change. You want to remember all this. <laughs> Every you want to remember history it. of you not winning it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want this to what? What's so the one day when you, if you ever win it, you can look back and be like, look at the adversity I went through. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to see who scored the highest points in our league, like ever. You know, like I know that's something that Yahoo, you know, has. But at the end of the day, how often does anybody look at that? And it's because it's so lame that you have to actually go looking for it to find it so it really doesn't nobody looks at that shit. see here's what's funny tino if you're in the chat you gotta vouch me vouch for me right now bruh steamboat he is obsessed with this like like the argument but it's only in that league you know what i mean in his yeah. league because it's like that's the merit of what you know if you get respect or not you know what i mean yeah. like he'd be like you know everybody's talking shit like they always do right but he'd yeah. be like, shut up, you're bronze. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm quietly platinum, you know what I mean? It's, not, it's nothing. Yeah. Diamond is where it's at, but it's like, also, it's like, it's really diamonds where it's at if you're playing in the max leagues and you're not playing, you know, you could skew that easily. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, exactly. Like, I'll have respect for someone if they could show me diamond and they're playing in eight leagues because, like, it's impossible to keep diamond if you're in eight, if you're in eight leagues. Like you've got to be winning every single week, damn near, in all of those, like all the time. And you got to catch trophies in all of those too, or you will not keep your diamond status. So you've got to be at least top three too. Yeah, and even like I swear, when you like even lose, even when you lose in the championship, I mean that drops you a little bit just because you got a trophy. Definitely not as much as if you won that thing. Yeah, and then like, and if you're not, if you're one of those people that has a league where everyone still keeps playing outside the playoffs, those wins losses they affect your shit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes you might even get some greasy easy wins if you're not in the playoffs because you have a matchup and that person ain't in the playoffs obviously, and he ain't even setting his lineup or gives a fuck because he's checked out. 
but like for someone who cares about their ranking, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Tino said Steamboat is by far my favorite person to beat. He lets me hear it. And he said Steamboat is a sinking ship. Talk that shit, birthday twins. So it's pretty cool because Bogey, you know, he didn't get into the auction league that I host every year, but he recommended Steamboat get can, into it. And, you can uh, see Steamboat. He's like you, bro. He's like, you guys all, they got, you guys got every, you know, form and fashion of fantasy, at least one or two. You know what I mean? Like he's always been every year he's in, I think it's his dynasty league. That's a, that's an auction league, but he was like, I need, I need an auction redraft. And he's like 54 bucks. Hell yeah. He jumped in that shit real fast. Yes. <laughs> and I just leapfrogged him. We're both in the playoffs. My team started off 0 and 5 here. <laughs> Steamboat wasn't talking shit, but I bet if he was like keeping up with my team or anything, he's probably like, man, this motherfucker sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but see, he's here's the thing. You see, it might even be the flip side of that. Cause, cause like anytime I'm doing bad and then I start storming back, he's always on some, I knew they weren't going to keep you down for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, when you've been seen at all in fantasy, you know, those things don't really define anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and five, somebody else is panicking. And if they're panicking, <laughs> I'm making them trade me everything. But, you know, nine times out of ten, you steer the you stay in the course. You know what I mean? Like, And I couldn't, make any, I couldn't make any trades in this league either. No one was really trading. So this is all just building through the waiver wire and having a good team and just not facing the toughest, like, five-week schedule that anyone could have faced. Like in this league, seeing that you know, by the, by the grace of the fantasy gods, right? Bless, it was just, it was just a little enough. Bit of, uh, a little bit I of win because I think if I lose one more game, I still make it into the playoffs, but then I'm the sixth seed instead of the five seed. So I start off zero and five, but then I end up finishing eight and six. So from starting zero and five and then going eight and one was just on a crazy ass tear. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's basically. It's a tale of two halves. For sure. You know what I mean? Where the, you know, it was the polar opposites of each half, right? First half, you lose five, only win uh, one. Look at this. Tino said, Steamboat's definitely a top-tier player in our leagues. Uh, he's always in the mix, but he has the worst luck I've ever seen. So give me an example of, like, the okay. worst luck. Or something well, that okay. Happens. Here's a good example. That his nice, little, here's a great example right here. He fucking hates this motherfucker, and it's his own little brother. Oh, he shit. fucking hates him because <laughs> he put him on to, to the whole isms years ago, and yeah. like now and then I'd be laughing at him because then he'd be like trying to claim the fandom. You know, you know, I created a monster. It's just now you're getting credit <laughs> because Steamboat he's lost the Super Bowl twice in that league, never won it. The league's been going on for about, I don't know, a decade plus. Tino said it right here, House. Don't let Steamboat's brother in any leagues do the straight shark, bro. He dominates. Fuck yeah. And gambling, too. Like, this dude is legit. And he's one of those guys, like, he how has, How old is he? He said he's younger than Steamboat. He's probably, like, 32-ish, 30, okay. 34, maybe. Okay. You know what I mean? He's a couple years younger than us. But, like, yeah, but he's also, like, okay, I'll, remember, I'll never forget this. It's 2019, and me and Steamboat are already doing the podcast. And then he brings, I say, I would always be like, bring your brother over. Cause like me and his brother, we get along. You know what I mean? Okay. And Steve boy gets annoyed when we're together. So I'm like, hey, bring your brother through, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So he comes through and I'll just never forget this. Cause it was like, you know, it was a Friday show. And we're, and the Friday show, we used to re, we used to preview every single game. You know what I mean? Okay. So it'd be like, you know, we say the game under overs, you know, spread picks. And then who's fantasy viable or not? We're going to break down the matchups. 
we did that for every game. And I remember it was like Jacksonville versus somebody. And he goes, I don't know, man, just pick up Ryquell Armstead. Like, if you're looking for a running back, just pick him up. It was the one game Ryquell went off. But he suggested it. And I was just like, what in the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He just fucked me up out of nowhere with the angry man. He pick up right before I'm sitting started. I'm like, I ain't doing that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, Leonard Fournette's hurt. You know, right well, he's, you know, he's the pass catching guy and blah, blah, blah. You know, he had logic behind it. You know what I mean? Yep, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, he's, but yeah, he's legit. He's won that league two years in a row. You know what I mean? And he don't really talk shit like that much. You know what I mean? Like, he, you know what I'm saying? Which is probably he just, what, what he, just talks, he just walks the walk. Yeah. Like, he'll just, like, his name is the bell cow, so it's all like meat references. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's like, he's slanging that he's slang like, that salami. Like, he's in his own world, just winning and shit. He's slanging that salami, huh? It's just all meat. You know what I'm saying? All meat references. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, last thing here, real quick. I wanted to get your take on this. So, hopefully, I don't get plunged into the matrix right now. We got Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky splitting first team reps over there so it's not gonna guarantee just be trubisky in this game i got a guarantee here i guarantee that i don't want nothing to do with the receiving options for real and if it's trubisky then i'm okay with like deontay johnson you know what yeah. i mean yeah and, but like if it's either of those guys i like hair it, it doesn't make me feel bad about harris like you know what i mean like I feel like I'm numb to Harris. He just is what he is. You know what I mean? We're just, we're just starting yeah. him because he gets volume. That's basically it. You know what I mean? Yep. All right. And we're going to get up out of here. We're going to be back tonight. And, Bogey, why don't you tell him what tonight is? Tonight, we're hitting you with another installment of the Real Fantasy Playmakers. Tonight, the theme is who would have thought, for example, who would have thought the Packers would suck? You know what I'm saying? Who would have thought Geno Smith would have been a thing in fantasy? You know what I mean? Just, if this is a reality fantasy type of shit, who would have thought we're going to hit you with a bunch of different ones, do some mushrooms, we're going to have a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to do it like a little bit of a pro playoff primer, but we, we kind of do that every day anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I figured like, you know, just the Playmaker show is always fun. And then we're answering all whatever questions y'all got like usual. You know what I mean? Yep. All right. Hell yeah. So we'll be back. That's going to be in about five hours from now. So make sure you guys come back for that. The link will be up real shortly. And yeah, just go follow everything we're doing if you're not already. For me, it's at fantasyfootballhustler.com. And you can get to all our YouTube channels from there, all the different social medias and everything. So make sure you go over there and go subscribe to all the podcasts, hustlerpod.com and ssbpod.com. Go do that. That's the movie uh, podcast. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you in a few hours. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. No.
the stat quo. Finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.